The majority is always in the wrong column. You know we can't fight these people. What sense does it make that we're going to be here saying we're trusting the Lord and they're going to kill all of us? So, Daddy, pray for us. Let God answer the remnant. Are you part of God's remnant in America? Because that's what the war is about. Or you can choose mammon. What else will I gain if I backed away from the things I'm saying? Is it no money I'm going to gain? More members. Build a big church. And God said, see, so you, 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 you are busy priding yourself. He said, goods have increased. I got all this. But you don't know you are blind, naked, wretched. He said, buy of me gold, try it in the fire. And people are bragging, oh, we have 10,000 members. We have millions. But how many of your people will go to heaven? How many of them know the Lord? If we've got that many believers in Atlanta, then how come Atlanta is not revived? Is that the fake are everywhere? So, verse 8, Rabshakeh returned and found the king of Assyria warring against Libna, for he had heard that he was departed. So he was over there running his mouth. He didn't know that the one that he was running the mouth about is already under siege. And when he heard, say, of Tahaka, king of Ethiopia, behold, he's come out. God just started making me hear this news. Wrong news, wrong news, wrong news. Behold, he's come out to fight against thee. He sent messengers again unto Hezekiah, saying, Thus shall ye speak to Hezekiah, king of Judah, saying, Let not thy God in whom thou trusted deceive thee, saying, Jerusalem shall not be delivered into the hand of the king of Assyria. Behold, thou hast heard what the kings of Assyria have done to all lands by destroying them utterly. And shalt thou be delivered? Have the gods of the nations delivered them which my fathers have destroyed? As Gozan and Haran and Rezef and the children of Eden which were in Telassa. Where is the king of Hamad and the king of Apad and the king of the city of Saravain of Hena and Iva? And Hezekiah received the letter of the hand of the messengers and read it. Watch. And Hezekiah went up into the house of the Lord and spread it prayed before the Lord. And Hezekiah prayed before the Lord and said, O Lord God of Israel. Come on, listen to me. I just want to take a a two-minute pause here. Watch. The first information was trauma. He sent people to Isaiah. But when his father spoke, he believed it. Watch. He guessed the second letter. He didn't go back to Isaiah. He went to God himself. Hallelujah. Is somebody seeing what I'm ministering to you? Uh That's what you come to church for. I put life into you. I quicken you. I release grace and glory to you. So you can receive it. 
I'm not going to lay down in your laziness. You receive it and appear before the altar yourself. I said, Lord, I got what I needed. I'm back in my saddle. Hey, look at what life is doing to me. Look at how my finances are. Look at what man has done to me. Arise, oh Lord. Let your enemies be scattered. That's how this kingdom is designed. Amen. Stop thinking that something is unusual. Hmm. Years ago, Daddy Higgins said he was preparing to come into the convention center during that, uh, what's the name of his thing? Camp meeting. During camp meeting. And the Lord rebuked him. Stop teaching faith from where you are. Teach them faith when you were driving miles with a bald tire and you believe me that it will not fall flat. Amen. Teach faith to them when you didn't have gas in your car. And you have to believe me that this one gallon will get you to your destination. Stop teaching faith after you got breakthroughs. Let everybody know that the God that brought me through will bring you through. The same devils mocking you are the ones that were mocking me. Telling me nothing is going to work. Telling me I was wasting my time. And you know, the Lord doesn't make it any better. Because while they're mocking you, it's not like he's going to hurry up. <laughs> he just sits there. Why? He's cooking you. Even though you're hurting, but your sound is still not right. Isn't that how they said they make crystal? They keep it in the fire. And then they take it out, and they tap on it. Boom. And then he goes, mm. they say, okay. Then they put it back in. Yeah, you're hurting. You need a breakthrough. But your song is not right yet. Because one moment you're praising God, the next moment you're making noise and foaming your shame and talking about what you ain't going to take. They say, put that back in the fire. See, now where, where, where I am thinking. <laughs> I just came right to you. Isn't that something? See, now watch. See? And you keep wondering, why is God not moving? But your sound is not right. Amen. Your song is not right. If you're still in the camp of those that wait for somebody to tell you to praise God before you start praising, you're not ready for your breakthrough. It should be every... Sunday, you walk in, you kick your two shoes off and say, what are they waiting on? I'm ready. Hallelujah. I'm about to praise and shout. I'm about to access the reins of glory. I'm about to repossess everything stolen from me. I'm about to rise again. That's why in this church he gives you the loss of every son. So it doesn't matter where you have drifted. 
he brings you right back to renew your covenant again. Not once a month, every week. You remember he died for me. I'm going to live for him this week. Money or no money. Grocery or no groceries. Gas bill or no gas bill. I'm going to praise the Lord. If you will praise him hungry, you will never be hungry again in this life. If you will praise him with no money, you will never be broke again. If you will praise him rejected, God will bless you with love and life. Are you part of the remnant? He says, I sent my servant to the prophet for the remnant. Not for everybody. The remnant. Are you part of the remnant? In America. I know what it's costing me. And I have no plans to change. Even if I come back and I see only 50 people here, guess what? I will be saying exactly I've gone through it. The whole place emptied up. And my offering didn't change. I told you God sent a visitor who gave $4,000. Have you ever heard of a visitor giving a $4,000 offering in a church for their first visit? And they didn't even stay after that. They were sent. Look at this. So Hezekiah went to, to the Lord himself and invoked his own personal covenant that trauma caused him to let go. So wherever life has sent you to, I'm bringing you back to your own faith. In, on this altar that God has given to us, you need to come here and invoke your own decrees and, and, and remind God that you are his son in this house. That this blessing is yours. This breakthrough is yours. And what the altar declared will happen in your own life. Let the enemy keep talking. And Hezekiah, verse 15, prayed before the Lord and said, O Lord God of Israel, which dwelleth between the cherubims, thou art the God, even thou alone, of all the kingdoms of the earth, Thou hast made, man, his credentials are impeccable. Heaven, Lord, bow down thine ear and hear. Open, Lord, thine eyes and see. And hear the words of Sennacherib, which has sent him to reproach the living God. Of a truth, Lord, the kings of Assyria have destroyed the nations and their lands and have cast their gods into the fire. For they were, there were no gods, but the work of men's hands, wood and stone. Therefore, they have destroyed them. Now, therefore, O Lord, our God, I beseech thee, save thou us out of his hand, that all the kingdoms of the earth may know that thou art the Lord God, even thou own. That's what I'm praying for Nigeria. Lord, prove to them who the Lord is. That's all I desire. Let your name rise to the top. Amen. Show Muslims Amen. that their power is only with the gun Amen. and the witchcraft they practice. Amen. Put your guns down. You will know who the Lord is. Amen. Amen. 
Look at verse 20. Then Isaiah, the son of Amos, sent to Hezekiah, saying, you notice, Hezekiah was at the altar praying. Isaiah sent him the answer. That's why you need a father. Yeah, come on now. Because I can see farther than you. Amen. I can hear better than you. Amen. But what the, what's the problem with children? You learn two or three things. Now you think you know better than me. And when I'm telling you the way things are, you keep telling me what you think. Just bring me the number of principalities you have overcome. Here's the breakthrough you have. Did it not come from me? The man is at the altar praying. God said, Isaiah, go send him because he can hear. Go send him these words. He says, Thus said the Lord God of Israel, that which thou hast prayed to me against Sennacherib, king of Assyria, I have heard. You notice how you can be going through something? God has already answered, but you cannot sense it. You need help. Somebody needs to come and tell you, the Lord has heard you. Oh, really? Come on, touch yourself. Say, the Lord has heard me. Mm-hmm. Hallelujah. Hmm? Yeah, keep your hand there. Say, thank you, Lord, for hearing me and answering me in this season. In Jesus' name. Amen. Hallelujah. This is the word that the Lord has spoken concerning him. The virgin, the daughter of Zion, had despised thee and laughed thee to scorn. The daughter of Jerusalem has shaken her head at thee. Whom hast thou reproached and blasphemed? Against whom hast thou exalted thy voice and lifted up thine eyes on high? Even against the Holy One of Israel. By thy messengers thou hast reproached the Lord and, and hast said, With the multitude of my chariots I am come up to the height of the mountains, to the size of Lebanon, and will cut down the tall cedar trees thereof, and the choice fir trees thereof, and I will enter into the lodgings of his borders, and into the forest of his carmel. I have digged and drunk strange waters, and with the sole of my feet have I dried up all the rivers of besieged places. Has thou not heard long ago how I have done it, and of ancient times that I have formed it? Now have I brought it to pass, that thou should be to lay waste fenced cities and ruinous heaps. What was God telling the man? You didn't know that it was me who empowered you to judge this nation. And now you're attributing your victories to yourself. Now I'm going to show you who empowered you. Why is it that God will keep using Muslims to judge his servants? That when believers are rebellious and refuse to submit to God, he will allow Muslims to overcome them. Because the two religions were hatched in the same house. And those that kept covenant with God rule over them. So it stands to reason that when you don't keep covenant with God, they will rule over you. Because their covenant is, their hands will be against every man. And every man's hands will be And in Islam, they are taught to make a covenant for seven years. 
and for the sake of Islam to break it in the middle. So when they enter into a covenant with you, don't you trust it. <laughs> Keep your eyes open because they are going to break it. Their religion teaches them that. That for the sake of Islam, you can lie. You can break covenant. You can do all these things to further the religion. It's believers that don't pay attention. When I see the devil winning, I know God is not pleased. I don't worry about the enemy. I go back to God. Okay, where am I missing it? Because this knucklehead has no right to speak to me the way he just did. You cannot rebel against me without consequence. No, this Bible has to fail first. That's why I don't pay attention to rebels. Go right ahead. Make your noise. But you get this little. God said to me, (laughs) during the time of grace, he said rebels are popular (laughs) until judgment. He said once the judgment comes, all their friends will desert them. And they see they have no friends. This warfare is designed. That's the way God designed his, this life and this kingdom. Amen. And even when you are doing everything right, you think, God will even allow an attack to come to show you that he can deliver you. Amen. Hezekiah was walking with the Lord. He didn't stop Assyria from coming. But God prevailed. Amen. Hallelujah. God said, all these things you've been able to do, is it not me that empowered you to do it? Hallelujah. I, I want to skip because I've exceeded my time. Look at verse 30. I'll skip all the things that, that God said. And the remnant that is escaped of the house of Judah shall yet again. One day I'm going to preach it to you, but I'm just mentioning it here. Watch what God said. They shall take root downward and bear fruit. Hallelujah. (laughs) Fire of Jerusalem shall go for the remnant. And they that escape out of Mount Zion, the zeal of the Lord of hosts, shall do this. Therefore, thus saith the Lord concerning the king of Assyria, he shall not come into the city, nor shoot an arrow there, nor come before it with shield, nor cast a bank against it, by the way that he came, by the same shall he return. Hallelujah. And shall not come into the city, saith the Lord. For I will defend this city to save it for my own sake. And for my servant, David's sake. Are you ready? I'm going to read this punchline. And it came to pass that night that the angel of the Lord went out and smote in the camp of the Assyrians. A hundred, four score, and five thousand. A hundred, hey, a hundred and eighty-five thousand soldiers. An angel of the Lord killed all of them in one night. That's what I'm telling the church in Nigeria and in every nation. You better get come back to God, and stop prophesying. And all this bumper Christianity you guys are doing, come back to the original and let God defend us as he defended Israel. We don't have guns. We don't have arrows. We don't have anything. But God is enough. 
Hallelujah. I say, God is enough. The name of the Lord is a strong tower. The righteous run it into it and it's safe. Uh-huh. So Sennacherib, king of Assyria, departed and went and returned and dwelt at Nineveh. And it came to pass as he was worshiping in the house of Nisroch, his god, that Adramelech and Shereza, his son, smote him with the sword. And they escaped into the land of Armenia. And Ezeradon, his son, reigned in his stead. So, Watch your mouth. Don't get mowed down. He never thought he could lose. You know, can you imagine? You mustered a mighty army. And in one day you lost 185,000 soldiers. How are you going to fight? With what? May God give us the same victory in this generation. May may God give the same victory to Nigeria. In Jesus' name. May God give the same victory to your family. In Jesus' name. But for you to get it, you must be a part of the remnant. Those of us standing with the Lord, standing for life, standing for marriage, standing for America, Question remains, beloved, are you part of God's remnant in America? There are things we will not forget. 9-11, no, we will not. Be a part of that observance every year. I believe this year will be Friday, September the 8th, 2023. Patriots Day observance or observance I don't know if I pronounced it the American way <laughs> amen all right so we will not forget 9-11 when those twin towers were attacked by these Islamic extremists I know that President Obama told America that Islam is a peaceful religion I said well show me one country on earth show me one area of the earth where Islam is peacefully coexisting with anyone. How could it be when the religion orders jihad? In Nigeria presently, they have hoodwinked and and manipulated this guy into power who was a distant third in the election results. And now they're saying the time has come for them to start killing everybody to establish Islam. The time for jihad has come. You have to watch the Democratic Party's uh, uh, alignment with Muslims in America. Uh, the last year of Obama's presidency, 300,000 Muslims were brought into this country. The Christians of South Sudan were being murdered. He wouldn't grant them any visas. And when you mention this, you think it's democratic politics. No, it's Christian. It is standing for the kingdom of God in America. We need more Christians in America, not these false religions. Hallelujah. But the battle is shaping up, and one day we will have an open confrontation. If you claim to be God, then show up. 
we will prove to you that Jesus Christ is Lord in America. Amen. Brand me extremist, whatever, it's okay. We celebrate All Nations Sunday here, September the 10th. Join us at the 10 a.m. service. It will be a mighty blessing for you. I am so excited to talk about <clears throat> Conquest 2023. It was blazing fire. Amen. And right now you can actually go to chicanosofministries.org or go to theconquest.rhsan.com. I'm sure they have these things on the screen. And then you can, you know, pay for the rights to watch and to be blessed by all that God did. It was tremendous. It was powerful. Vessels of glory. It will change your life. And I'm equally as excited to talk about my daughter's first CD, Let There Be Light, by Jessica Onozo. Wow. <laughs> I didn't know this would happen so soon. And you know, our family, everything we do goes to the ministry. Come on. So patronize her. Go to Apple Music, Spotify, Pandora, YouTube, Amazon Music, wherever you stream your music. Let that be light by Jessica Onuza is out there. Amen and amen. Hallelujah. <clears throat> I know as you watch this, I'm probably in the mission field somewhere. And we'll be back bringing you testimonies of God's power and blessing and glory working around the globe. Amen. I don't know this year is running out, but I must get to Kenya. I haven't been there in several years. My team went like two years ago. <clears throat> and they're asking for me to come. Believe with us for God to give us a, that global jet so we can be going and coming back. Because it takes, when I go on these things, I'm gone for three weeks. I don't want to be away from church that long. Amen. Pray with us. Stand with us. God will give us the tools to get the job done all across America and around the world. Don't forget Bible studies every Wednesday night for two hours, 7 to 9 p.m. Sunday morning is 10 a.m. until, no worrying about time. <clears throat> Eventually, there will be enough remnant people that don't care about these one-hour, 90-minute services. And you will worship God with us. And God will transform your life because the glory of God is moving here. And we don't worry about time. Amen. We love you, beloved. Stand with us. Fund Glory for USA. God will bless your life and generations. Remember, I was in North Carolina, and God said to me that those that support gay marriage, that the spirit of barrenness will enter your family for three generations. Be careful. This is the day of the glory, the day of the judgment. Most of you will be shocked at what will be happening when you see what we're telling you begin to manifest in America. We love you, beloved. God bless you. See you tomorrow.